everybody. This is the second episode of Talk Bookie Season 3, and we're your hosts, Talia Saley and Rose Kim. And today we're going to be talking about things that just make sense in Korea. So basically, the things that just make sense, it's kind of like a viral TikTok video. Um, it started with like a Japanese home that a lot of unique and random things in their house. And it became popular in April, I think, of 2020, like in the peak of pandemic. Um, and it basically inspired like a series of like parodies that kind of talked about like things that just made se- make sense blank or things etc. So that's kind of what we're talking about today, except we're talking about it um, in South Korea. Yeah. So things that just make sense in Korean apartments. We can start with that one. Is first of all bidets. Bidets. Yeah. Bidets. They're. It's very nice because when you sit on the toilet, it's very warm. So if you wake up in the morning, early in the morning, and you're so tired. You know, when you have those like cold toilet seats and it's like, oh, so annoying. Mm-hmm. But no, Korean Korean toilet seats are always warm. And there's like, yeah, so it's, it's very, very nice. Yeah. And I think the thing is, it's not in just household apartments. Even if you go to like public toilets, they'll have bidets. If you go to like a restaurant, it doesn't even have to be a fancy restaurant, but sometimes, like most of the time, they'll have bidets, which is very nice as well too, you know? And bidets, there's like those ones where the seat, they have these like plastic covers on them, and they'll like rotate. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. And it'll like sanitize itself, so you know that the public toilet seat is like clean, because the, the plastic wrap thingy will rotate and then it sanitizes mm-hmm. when it's underneath like, I don't know, is it under a UV light? Um, like the plastic cover gets replaced, I think. Yeah, like I wrote, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Those ones are very, those are interesting too. But it's still nice because then you know it's clean, right? Mm-hmm. But like, also, yeah. It's it's always better than, um, you know when you go to like, like Canadian public toilets, they'll have those like plastic sheets or whatever that they, that you pull out? Mm-hmm. Plastic sheets? You know those um, plastic sheets, like, um, they're, they're used to cover the toilets and then you have to like poke a hole in them. Mmm, not sure. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about? Plastic sheets, you have to poke a hole in them. It's to cover the sheet, cover the seat, so that like, um, Oh, I guess, I guess, yeah? You know, like the disposable toilet seat covers. You've never seen these? Um... Miss, I don't actually, know. What? Miss, have you actually never seen this before? I don't know. I mean, I put... I'm not sure, actually. It's in the bathroom of Canada's Wonderland. <laughs> like this? Yeah, oh. these things. You pull out so that, like, um... Mm. Like, you pull it out and then pull it on the toilet so that, you know, like, um... It's somewhat clean. Hmm. Instead of having to make, like, a makeshift barrier with toilet paper. Hmm. I don't know. I've never used them before. Really? No, but I've never even seen them before. Either. I don't know. I don't know. I for some reason I don't know. I just I do, the so most weird. I've done is just put toilet paper on my seat and make sure it's clean. Oh, that's it. Okay, but yo, those things exist in certain public restrooms, right? Mm. But the, it's too much of a hassle. Like you gotta like, actually like, poke a hole in it. Put. Mm. Not into that. Yeah. But days are where it's at. <laughs> but days. Do you actually use the function though, where it's like the jet function? <laughs> You know, I gotta be honest, I haven't been to Korea in, like, a bit, right? Mm-hmm. 
so That's I haven't used a bidet in a very long time. I don't know how I feel about that. But my grandparents have it in their household. Yeah. <laughs> I think one time I wanted to test it, so I just pressed the button and it shot out of the toilet. Like, I just stood I just pressed it and then it shot out. Like, yeah, like, it'll yeah. go over the, yeah, the toilet but and I didn't onto know. the floor. I didn't know, so that's why it just, like, the toilet just, like, peed on the floor. I had to clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, another thing that's in Korean households are electric locks. Yeah, electric locks, essentially. Yeah. Um, like, I th- there's still electric locks in... Canada too, right? Like my dad, he installed it for our home. I think the brand is called August. Mm. Um, it's also an, like an electric lock, but in in Korea, it's like it comes with the apartment instead of you having to install it. Like you have one in your house too, right? Mm-hmm. Like the beep 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 beep. Like in my Canadian house, like here in my parents' house. Yeah, your parents' house. No, we have to manually lock it. I know, but you still have the code. Oh, I have the code. Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't like once I close the door, it doesn't lock it for me. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing is like, it. In Korea, there's advanced electronic locks, I guess. Mm-hmm. Instead of just having the code, it like locks automatically. You control it with your phone and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Or sometimes they have like, um, like scanner things where you you carry like, um. It's like a key, right? Essentially, you scan it and it opens, mm-hmm. so you don't have to put even put in a passcode. Yeah, it's exactly. just like it comes with the apartment building, like yeah. So there's that too. Mm-hmm. And like, if you see in Korean dramas and even in like most households, like the passcodes that you put in, they're like um, touch screen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know if that does better for the functions instead of like a button, but it just looks so much cooler. Yeah. <laughs> instead of like a button that you mm-hmm. have to press, touch screen. Very nice. Yeah. I think another thing in Korean apartments, I don't know if I like, but they always have smooth marble walls. I don't know if this is something that 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 are, that falls under like things that just make sense. I don't know if it makes sense. Like my feet is cold all the time every time I visit like somebody's, you know, Korean yeah, apartment. Yeah. I don't know. Every every apartment for some reason has them. At least the ones I've been to. Like I've seen hardwood floors, but it's usually like outside of Seoul, I guess, sort of. Like all, mm-hmm. all the apartments I've been to in Seoul always has like marble floors, marble walls, and it's always the same design with like gold like trim around mm-hmm, the wall. Mm-hmm. And it's like gray and white. Yeah. And it it like it looks really nice, but mm. then when you see it like everywhere it gets very boring. It's like it's the same thing here. It's like you see hardwood floor, a white wall, it feels like exactly the same in Korea because everywhere looks like that, right? Yeah. The marble walls and stuff. The thing is like the marble like the floors in itself, like I don't know why it's marble. But I think that the something that would fall under the things that just makes sense like that, that category would be they have like um, like a floor heating system. I know you talked about how like you never saw one in your aunt's apartment in Korea or something like that. But my grandparents when they lived in Gangnam, they had like a um, I don't know what it is, but it was like a system like that was like on their wall, and then you could adjust the temperature of your floors so that your feet's not as cold. Which, like, I found kind of, like, really useful because my feet used to get cold all the time when I lived, like, in Vaughn and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. At my parents' house. May- I mean, maybe, like, apartments do have that. I just, because my aunt doesn't like to conserve 
and does not like to use anything. Like she has to yeah. save money, if you know what I mean, because that costs money. Mm-hmm. So then that's that might be also a reason why I was always cold. But yeah, yeah. and also the air conditioning system is very. It's, it's a lot pretty more nice. advanced. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. Like every basically every room has its own air conditioning system. Like it's all like connected, mm-hmm. and. The only thing is that it does cost like quite a bit, but you also like have to use it because it's so humid in Korea. It's like if you don't, you're kind of just like dying, you're suffering. Yeah, I think a lot of it, the 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 category of things that I've said this three times already, because I just don't know how else to refer to it. But um, everything that we've talked about so far, I think it just means that they're like. It, there's a lot more technological advancements to make life a little bit easier in Korea. I think, it, like in apartments, there's like the bidets, the floor heating, etc. Like those things, like while they're not like a huge like um, difference, they they make the tiniest bit of difference. And then your feet aren't cold or like you know mm-hmm. things like that. And then you don't have to sit on like a cold toilet. Maybe it's like a cold thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't know, but it's just um, kind of what every apartment looks like, and I'm not sure why, but I guess like people like marble, so that's kind of why mm-hmm. they do it like that. Um, I mean, also, so I don't know, this is not the case for every apartment, but some apartments, at least the very top building, like the penthouse, mm-hmm. always has like a small like second floor. Yeah, like a, um, like a octapang. I guess so. I'm not sure what it's called, but it's like a little attic space, and yeah. then it's like so. It's 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 not big enough to be like a proper room, but I remember because like we were at the very top floor. It was a 27th floor. It was like so. It's like up at the very top, and yeah, it's like literally like a smallest sp- the smallest space. Like it's basically for kids, like kids to play because I don't think adults could really fit in there. Yeah, it's called octapang. It basically octapang. translates to small attic kind mm. of. Um, yeah it but it's it's not actually i don't know if it translates to attic per se because it oh it's like an open space it's literally like a floor at the top yeah. with no roof it's just like yeah it's not floor. like it's not like an actual attic where you have to like pull down the ladder and like go up like it's yeah. like hidden but at the same time it's so small that it's not even really considered a room like it's it's not like a live you can't li- really use it as living space because it's it's the yeah, like the the height difference between the floor and like the top is like so small. You'd have to crawl through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you know, it's I think that that was pretty cool because you don't really see apartments with like two floors. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, like that part is pretty cool about apartments in Korea. But I mean, it has to make it makes sense because Korea is mostly apartments, right? So yeah. obviously they're gonna make their apartments more appealing to people. Mm-hmm. Like they do here with houses, so yeah. Mm-hmm. See, you know how like Korea, like the country itself, is a lot smaller than Canada, right? That always like boggles my mind because that, I, and then like you know that's why you re- you realize that there's a lot more apartments in Korea than houses because they need to like build taller to house more people, right? They can't build like bigger in terms of like width and whatever. Right? My mom, she was talking about how. There is like a park, like a national park in Ontario that's almost the size of South Korea, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that like really puts in, 
puts like things into perspective, right? When you think about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I find it really cool. Yeah, it's it's weird because it feels so big, yet like just the city, it feels so big. I think it's also because like there's so many people. Yeah. Um, and for the amount of space that you have, there's like so much packed into like one spot. Like living in an apartment, you walk two minutes. There's a grocery store. There's a my 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 math like extracurricular whatever there's mm-hmm. a karaoke there's like literally everything in like one building pharmacy you know eye doctor or something yeah so it feels like there's just so much um to do in such a small space which is probably why it feels pretty big mm-hmm. um and i like that about korea is that it's it's easier because everything's just so close yeah honestly mm-hmm. and like my when i went to go visit a couple of years ago my grandparents they live on like um a little bit farther away from seoul right so we had to take this bus and it was literally on the other side of south korea and mind you korea in itself you look at it on the map you got to divide that by half because south korea is like it's smaller than like the you know all of korea in itself right my grandparents um on my mom's side they live literally the opposite ends right like the top and the bottom of south korea and it only took like what like four hours that's literally nothing i know you know that's why it's so easy to travel it's it's kind of surprising because i think a lot of korean people have not really traveled korea Mm -hmm. but at the same time if you think about it it's like four hour drive and then you basically cross entire country so i don't know i feel like people should should explore more because canada is such a big country and Obviously, a lot of people haven't, but it's just, like, when you live in such a small country, it's so much easier just to, like, um, see everything, right? Yeah. So. I think so. And then, like, they're in Korea, like, the transit system is a lot more advanced, too, right? So it makes it easier to, to travel across um, different parts of the country without having to, like, I don't know, take four different buses and then, like, uh, three different trains and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, other things in Korean households is, it's similar to the electric logs, but also they have like a doorbell system, so Mm -hmm. they have cameras installed on the outside of the apartment, camera installed in front of your door, so that whoever is coming, who deliver your food, or check in, or your friends coming, you can kind of see and let them in, like there's a push, like, button to open the door for them, right? And Mm -hmm. that's so much more convenient then like having to go down and you open the door or like like for us we have to use the buzz code or whatever and it always has like some issues you know yeah so just having like the camera we know who's coming we don't have to call them mm-hmm. it's just so much more convenient yeah it makes a lot more sense in a really modern um version of like current apartments they will install a button in the bathroom and like the camera in the bathroom so that like you know if you're doing your business and there's a person at the door, you could let them in <laughs> without having to get up. Mm. Which, I don't know if it'll come uh, <laughs> yeah. useful in, I don't know, for a lot of people, I guess. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, make things more convenient, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing I think is just, just the Korean public, like in streets in general, there's public electric scooters everywhere and 
Um, potentially, I guess you could get hit by one just because the streets are so busy, you know? Have you experienced that electric scooters? Like when you went I don't to think Korea? I've ever been hit by one. No. Oh, no, not hit, not hit by one. But have you, like, seen, like, the electric scooter, the public scooters and stuff? Or not mm, really? I wouldn't... You know that, um, I'm forgetting the name, but there's like those parks in Korea where it's solely dedicated for like bikes and like scooters and skateboarding and stuff. I would say I, I saw a lot there, but I don't know about like um, mm. just regular down the street thing. Because like these are like electric scooters too. They're not like the. So basically, you know how we have you rent out a bike for a couple hours, like you, yeah. you know, rent it out? It's like a public thing. So this is like the same but electric. I'm not sure if you were here when this like this became like populated, but everywhere you walk, there's those purple scooters, and mm-hmm. people pay and like just take them. It's like public transport, basically. It's like pretty new, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's just scary because sometimes you'll be walking down the street, and they're like everywhere. So if you like, you know, you kind of have to be careful because they could hit you. I've never been hit by one, which I don't want to. It oh, goes like, like really e-scooters. fast. E-scooters. Oh yeah, e-scooters. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen. I thought you were talking about Otobai, oh, no. which is like motorcycles, which there's a lot of in Korea because of the delivery systems. Like they don't deliver with car, they deliver with motorcycles yeah. to get around like the busy streets and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is this might be a newer thing because I don't I remember this wasn't a thing like when I was in Korea when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I think it's a new kind of public transport for people to like get to places. Mm. so that's cool and all but also it's kind of dangerous because <laughs> they're on the streets and they're on the sidewalks and it's not very safe but at the same time like i guess i guess it's pretty good for people who need to get somewhere fast so yeah i'm reading it right now and it's talking about how like um in korea there's like congested traffic and stuff like that and university students and like um millennials who work and stuff they'll they'll like basically rent it out because it's a fast transportation kind of thing right Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of regulations placed on it, so that um, you don't get injured. <laughs> yeah, it's technically like even if you want to consider it as like a scooter, it's still electronic. Like you know, you could adjust the speed and stuff, and it it, it could get dangerous if you're going at the speed of like. <laughs> it goes pretty fast. Yeah, a certain amount. Yeah, I mean this, it is regulated, I guess. But at the same time, like if you walk down shopping districts, like. Hongdae, which is pretty populated, mm-hmm. those still be scooters, and and that's the case for like everything. Though there's like uh, motorcycles too that kind of you know pass by you, and you kind of just have to be aware of your surroundings. But mm-hmm. you know that's just how good the motorcycle is. is definitely a thing. Yeah, I remember. I don't know if I've ever told you, but when I was like a kid, you know how you do like um they make you. It was like a like a like an after school thing that my mom made me do. Yeah. And I, we had to like perform like a dance in front of like everybody. It was one of those stage things. But then they basically like blocked off the streets so that cuz there was like a bunch of different performances happening and it was kind of like a fair, right? Mm-hmm. And um this one time like I was on stage with like my group and a motorcycle completely just like dismissed the do not enter like blockades and stuff that was all across the street and it just passed by right in front of me and almost ran me over with like a bunch of other little girls like dancing in the corner oh my god that's and yeah. my dad got it on video but we lost oh. it because we moved like countries and yeah. cities and stuff but oh that's not great yeah it, it, it can get a little bit dangerous i think the amount of 
No. <laughs> I cycles that they have. I think in Korea, I think drivers are more kind of impatient, but it's also because it's so busy that yeah. they try to like. If, like, I've taken the taxis before, and my mom drove before, and you mm-hmm. literally have to, everybody butts in front of each other. Yeah. And it's, I don't think I would want to drive <laughs> in that kind of space, because then, I don't know, it's just, it's just, I just remember being like, this is crazy, like, it's it's so busy, it barely moves, you want to go, like, to the egg, an exit, but it's, like, 20 cars lined up, and every yeah. one of them are butting in front of each other, and it's, like... At this point, like, there's no point in driving in Korea because I think public transportation, like, like subway is a lot way faster yeah. than driving. So. I, I think in that way, it's a lot similar to Toronto as well. Like, um, Justin, um, he just never wants to drive in Toronto. Like, he ne- he will he refuses to drive just because it gets so busy and like, honestly, sometimes it seems a very it seems a little dangerous to drive in downtown Toronto. Um, but then again, you think about like the fact that the TTC exists, the buses and stuff, and I don't know, it gets a little bit more convenient, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everything's so walkable too. Now that we moved downtown, I could see that like food places are everywhere. Yeah, so. I think it's just the way there's like there's like streetcars, and sometimes mm-hmm. like there's one way roads, and people go the wrong way. You know when you just go straight and like like through there's a there's a light right, and you just go straight to like you know to drive forward but sometimes the roads like kind of to the left and the other roads kind of to the right so they kind of have to go like zigzag to get to the other side mm-hmm. if you know what i mean like the road is not straight so the car is like coming at an angle at you and so i don't know it's just the roads are really weird here and yeah that's just i just don't like want to drive here people yeah. people get also impatient but I th- it's just the environment you know mm-hmm. so Honestly, kind of like a segue into the idea of like motorcycles and like, you know, compact transportation. In Korea, delivery is one of the best in the world, I think. Like fast food delivery, restaurant delivery, whatever it is, they'll deliver it to your house. And it'll get to your house in like less than what you'd expect with like Uber Eats and stuff, right? And it's probably because they're on motorcycles and they're probably cutting off a lot of people to get your food delivered to you. But it's it's insane. Like um, every month or every w- week or so, they'll like put flyers into these apartment doors. They're magnetic because Korean apartment doors are magnetic. You slap them onto the thing. Whenever you feel like you want fast food or delivery food, you just like call the number, order it. They come in like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you eat it and then you leave the place out into the door, like left um, in front of the door, and then they'll come pick it up. That's crazy. We don't even have to do the dishes. We don't have to throw it out. It's kind of like um, they used reusable bowls. Like, they're literal bowls and plates, right? So that they end up washing it, which I think is probably more eco-friendlier than using plastic containers all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just... Um, also, like, there's a lot of apps that you can use to order food. Yeah. And, like, every restaurant nearby is kind of connected to it, so you don't have to, like, search for, you know, the website and the phone number. It's, like, everything is kind of works on an app right so you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about oh i don't know their phone number for this place this place this place you can like find it everywhere on that app yeah. it takes like 10 minutes yeah it's so like because I, I remember like when i had to quarantine in korea and um all of the food we had to get was delivery food and it's like always like comes pretty quick mm-hmm. and so it's just that that part's really nice i think i was like that about korea it's just food comes so quick and so yeah. many options too it's not just like 
junk food, right? It could just be like healthy food, you know. Yeah. Mm, yeah. You could even get like um like stews, soups, yeah. whatever. Like you could get anything delivered in Korea yeah, at this point. Literally anything. Yeah. And which is why I think even as stuff from like Korean household, public, etc., like res- restaurants, they're also advanced too. Like the delivery system is one thing, but another thing is and every single table um there's like a little bell that you could press and when you do press it it sends a notification to the servers like in their server stations to let them know that like hey i need help and they'll come over right which is so much more convenient like as a server and you're a server too right like you know that like sometimes customers are very like they look at me and i don't know if they want me to come over to them or if we just made accidental awkward eye contact and it gets like really confusing right so if they just let me know and i know for sure that they want me to come to the table like that's so much more convenient you know and like instead of them coming over to check on you a few times like during your entire stay there you could just call them whenever you need them instead of them coming over being like hey how's your meal and whatever and you know things like that mm-hmm. yeah it's just nice because then also what's nice because then you're not like kind of disturbed like you know how as a server you have to like constantly check in with them or like bring mm-hmm. them water but if they if you just have a bell system then you don't have to worry about that because they'll call you when they actually do need water or they do need yeah something. exactly and so that way as service it's like easier to like prioritize like oh this pe- these people came in let me serve them and you don't have to worry about these people because if they didn't ring the bell they don't need help right mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i think that's it's always just nice and like even as a customer it's easy because you don't have to like wait for the server they're always like busy doing their own thing and so yeah exactly it's just it makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. so. and i find it like so much easier as a server but also as a customer too right but like you said sometimes like when i'm eating at a uh like a restaurant like i'll drink the water right but as a server, I just recently learned that like you're kind of trained to make sure that their water's at a certain level each time. Like you have to keep them refilled. But I don't drink a lot of water. Like <laughs> I drink it and I can't drink even anymore. Right? But the fact like they always come over and refill it, and I'm like, I'm not gonna drink this, <laughs> you know. And I just kind of feel bad. But mm. yeah, certain things like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is like as a server too. To be honest, like I don't like when they come to check on me all the time. But then I know I have to, but I also, like, know that if I was a customer, like, I don't want people to keep checking on me because, like, I'm fine. Like, I'm just eating my food. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's, like, yeah. But I have to do what they say, right? Like, whatever, how I'm supposed to be as a server. So that's just the way it is. Yeah. And aside from that, I think some of the restaurants in Korea, they make you do things, like, self-serve. So, like, water. They'll have those, like, UV light machines that have all the cups in there. You just take them out, get water yourself, and then bring it back to the table. So. Mm-hmm. Or like kimchi or side dishes too. Like yeah. There's always those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, side dishes are things that make sense in Korea. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, true. It makes the dish so much more elevated, I think, mm-hmm. because it's not just a dish. It's like little other dishes that you could eat with the rice along with it, and it just tastes, tastes so much better, I don't know. I like honey glazed potatoes. <laughs> I know, because you made them. <laughs> I know, I made them. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's just... Because like, when you go to Korean barbecue places, like if it's just barbecue and rice, it's like... That's just so... You know, it's the side dishes and everything else. Like Also, it always comes out with a twinjang jjigae or like uh, mm-hmm, stew, mm-hmm. soybean stew. And that always makes it like better because then you have like other things to eat with it. Yeah. And you're not just sick of eating like the 
the meat because sometimes it gets tiring right eating the same thing mm-hmm. and that's i think that's why i love korean food is that you never can get bored of it because there's so many like options yeah exactly and like side dishes they're refillable too right mm-hmm. so they're basically free basically <laughs> and uh i don't know i think it just makes the the original food that you order tastes so much better because there's like different palettes that you could try with it right mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's it for this week's episode of Tokboki. Thank you so much for listening and tune in for the next episode of Tokboki and the coming weeks from now. Bye! Bye!